This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back. Uh, Friday, 14 April, Year of Lord 2023. We've got a lot to go through with Cortez. We're going to get there in a second. Uh, Laura, Logan, Laura, when Title 42 comes off, wh- why is that going to be? Why is that such a big deal besides the fact they're going to come across the border more? What about the political class in D.C.? What's going to happen to that? Well, the Republicans will lose their cover. They've been hiding behind Title 42, but which is a health emergency restriction. We no longer have a health emergency in this country. COVID is over for the most part. It's now just like flu. And so, um, and so the Biden administration is not going to renew those restrictions when they expire on May 11th. And what we're seeing here is the Republicans are attaching immigration legislation to Title 42, but it's not valid. And so they are not owning up to the fact that they're doing nothing to stop this open border. And as you know, when you open your door, Steve, anybody can come across. And what has happened, there's been a backlog. The the immigration figures, the apprehensions were down by about 100,000 last month. And the cartels control the border. That's the most important thing for you to realize. If you see chaos, whatever you see on that border, you need to know that it is manipulated and orchestrated because the cartels don't let anyone cross unless they want to. They now have 100,000 people or so who've already paid and they want to get rid of those people. So they may use Title 42 as a cover, the end of that, as a cover to flood uh, the border. But and, and you're going to hear a lot about it in the media. And already the state emergency services in Texas are warning hospitals, warning first responders of a, a potential mass, mass casualty event taking place in May. They don't say what it is, but they say that, you know, they said get ready with body bags and ice. And, uh, and that's the kind of message that's going out. But we don't we don't know exactly what they're talking about. We don't know exactly what they mean. But what yep. we know for sure is that nothing happens on that border unless the cartels allow it to happen. They are responsible. They have full La- operational control, and we have no border at this point. Laura, we're going to get you back on about this potential the recommendation, President Trump, a military interdiction, which I wanted could designate them terrorist organizations and go for it. Laura Logan, how do people get to your content? How do they keep up to speed with all of your, the great work that you're doing every day? Find me on Locals.com. Shortly, you'll be able to find me on Sovereign Media. We have a bunch of investigative pieces on January 6th and a film on the death of Roseanne Boylan on the steps of the Capitol coming up. So I'm on Locals. Wow. I'm on Twitter. And I am on uh, Truth Social, of course. Wow. Unbelievable. Miss Logan, thank you very much. Amazing, amazing work. Look forward to seeing all that content, help pushing it out. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks for having me. Incredible, incredible. Cortez, I'm, I, I got I got to go to Ukraine with you, and I got to get to the economy. But you have been the number one voice. You've said this from day one. Hey, job one is this immigration. Is Laura Logan right? Yeah. Have Have they been hiding behind the the, the Title Forty Two? And and is she makes this case the cartels control it? 
and we really don't have a southern border, and we got to stop talking yep. like we do, sir? That is exactly correct. And it's why I have long been advocating that these debt ceiling negotiations don't need to just be about the budget, as critical as those issues are. I also think that this is the opportunity for the House GOP to insist that Joe Biden start doing his job and enforcing the existing laws of the United States defending American sovereignty. I think that should be a do or die issue um, that we that should be an imperative of the debt ceiling. Laura Logan is exactly correct, by the way, and I'm so glad that she mentioned two things. One is the Chinese nationals who are now pouring over our border. It's terrible that that we're allowing any uninvited, unvetted foreigners to just traipse into the United States. But it is particularly dangerous that we now have a torrent of Chinese nationals who are entering the United States. I mean, think about the national security risks that are uh, that are part of that flood. Also that she mentioned the cartels, you know, and I think this doesn't get enough attention. What we have effectively done, what Joe Biden has done over the last couple of years is one of the biggest transfers of wealth in human history. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Billions and billions of dollars transferred over to the cartels in an entirely new business, which basically didn't exist for the cartels previously. And smuggling people is now more profitable for them than smuggling drugs. And they're still doing plenty of both, of course. But the reality is, we are creating cartels that have the kind of financial power um, and the kind of actual firepower from that financial power uh, where they are effectively a government of their own. And we risk sending Mexico into a failed state status. Our southern neighbor, our friendly ally southern neighbor uh, is potentially potentially looking at uh, becoming a narco state largely because of Joe Biden's policies. Okay, I want to play. We got a clip of Brad Paisley paid uh, was down at the southern border uh, at a fundraiser in McAllen, Texas, to raise money for uh, for protection of the southern border and the border patrol. Let's go ahead and play that clip. Here we go. Take me I'm actually informed by my staff that's not McAllen, Texas, that's right. Kiev. Why is Brad, what's the virtue signaling about this? And Joe Manchin, you know, on balls of his feet, popping up and down like some goofball, sir? Steve, it is so cringe. And I want to say, I think this is even worse. This is even more cringe than when John Kerry took James Taylor over to Paris with his guitar, if you remember that ridiculous uh, episode to sing You've Got a Friend to the French. And the reason I think this one is even worse, is even more cringe, uh, is because they're daring to sing a song about West Virginia. Well, let me tell you something. West Virginia is one of the most conservative, salt-of-the-earth states in the entirety of America. And those fools over there in Kiev do not represent the wonderful deplorables of West Virginia who have no interest in this globalist adventure. And it is the sons of West Virginia, by the way, who have done some of the fiercest fighting for this country over the centuries. And they should not be sent to defend the eastern border of Ukraine, especially given the contrast when our very own southern border is an absolute crisis, has been effectively vaporized by the policies of Joe Biden. So West Virginia deserves much, much better than sending Manchin and Brad Paisley over there to Kiev. When you see this intelligence, we had Ignatius from four weeks ago saying how great our intelligence was. You had Stavrius Day pushing the spring offensive. Give me your assessment when you look at the reality 
of those slides on the Ukraine war as they know they are versus right. what they're what they're testifying under oath. They're testifying mm-hmm. under oath to Congress, to the to the people's house every other day. And then what Joe right. Biden, these guys blinking and Victoria Nuland and yelling over there, laying the roses, all that. Give, give me your assessment, sir. Sure. Steve, I'm glad you mentioned earlier in the show the Afghanistan Papers, which was an incredible work of investigative journalism by The Washington Post. And I don't often praise The Washington Post, but for folks who haven't read it, I encourage them to read it. It is deeply cited and sourced. And what we found out through the Afghanistan Papers, and it didn't get enough attention because it came out at a time uh, where the, the president was being impeached and then right before COVID broke out. And so it didn't get the attention it really should have. But what the Afghanistan Papers revealed to us is that our own public servants and the entirety of the foreign policy establishment, whether in uniform at the Pentagon, civilian leadership, and then the think tank types, all of them, all of them knew the reality of what was actually happening on the ground in Afghanistan, which was a two decade long failure by the United States. They knew that reality and they would they would communicate as such to each other. And we were able to see those communications, but they would turn around then and in their public facing pronouncements to the American citizens lie through their teeth, lie through their teeth to continue to waste thousands of American lives and trillions of American dollars on a ridiculous adventure in Afghanistan to try to turn a country that didn't want anything to do with American values and try to turn it into some sort of flourishing democracy. We see a very similar chasm right now between what we have learned from these leaked documents and the public pronouncements regarding Ukraine. The reality on the ground is that there is a stalemate there and that this is a situation that is begging for diplomacy, Steve, where a negotiated settlement can absolutely be reached if the United States stopped stoking this fight, if we stopped fanning the flames of war, if we stopped escalating, if we stopped using our own troops on the ground, which many of us suspected and is now confirmed, right, in Afghanistan. If we stopped escalating, this is a situation that is perfectly situated for negotiation, for diplomacy, okay? And we don't need to escalate. And this is just more evidence, though, that there is a wide gap between the reality on the ground and then what is preached to us from the foreign policy establishment of Washington, D.C. Let's remember, Steve, these people, the leaders of the foreign policy establishment, the administrative state actors in Washington, they have failed now for decades, decades and decades regarding foreign interventions, incessant war fighting all over the world, and and really just needless adventurism of the United States. It's one of the main reasons that Donald Trump was elected, by the way. The America First movement came into such national prominence. is as an anti-war, America First movement that believes in, in a foreign policy of realism and restraint. That is still the correct policy, and we need to make sure it is reasserted in Washington, D.C., you talk about the foreign policy establishment, the Uniparty on that, about national security and what's happening. The economic side of this is that they know that the war room is starting to leave some marks on them. So the Economist, right, the, right. the, the, the People magazine of the, of the global elites comes out. If we can play that cover, they tell us they're, they're trying to counter the Cortez-Bannon theory of the case right. here, but the reality of the American economy to the American people. And they tell us it's the greatest economy in mankind's history, sir. Your response. Yeah. Yes. So so there it is. That is the cover of The Economist. Steve, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, that has to be a fake. You know, somebody's photoshopping it. And what it says there, it says, riding high, America's astonishing economy. America's astonishing economy. That's what the British paper, the British magazine, The Economist is trying to sell to the United States. Now, let's talk actual reality. And Steve, you know, when I come to these 
economic and policy gunfights, I bring my charts as my weapons. So let's go to chart number two, if we can, please. Let's look at the reality of what the American people tell us about their financial situation. It is anything but astonishing, except in the negative. Uh, there's a brand new poll out from Monmouth, and this reporting that I'm citing there is from Breitbart. Four in 10 Americans, 41%, say they are struggling just to remain where they are. 41% say they are struggling just to remain where they are. Only 12%, Steve, say that their situation is improving. That's it. Only 12% of Americans say their situation is improving. We also know from the Wall Street Journal poll that goes back several decades, right now the highest percentage of Americans ever, 78%, almost four out of five Americans, say their children will not live a better economic life than they will live. The worst number in the multi-decade history of that survey. So no, the American people are not buying what The Economist is selling because they know the reality of their bank account, of their budget, and the stress that is on them financially right now. And by the way, we got new data out just today, as of this morning, a terrible retail sales number. It is now down four out of the last five months. There are 13 categories, Steve, within that report. Eight of the 13 categories fell. And that poor retail sales report is also bolstered by new data that just came out from Bank of America, which shows that credit card spending is at the lowest pace in the last two years, which is not surprising to the audience of The War Room because we've been highlighting repeatedly how uh, Americans are sadly maxed out on their credit cards. They cannot sustain even the credit card debt that they already have amassed to try to deal with Biden's inflation. So it is anything but a rosy picture for the American people. And if I could show one more chart, chart number three, this gets at the credit crunch, which is out there that we've been talking about. That chart goes back 10 years, and it's from the New York Fed. And this is asking business owners about the availability of credit. Is it harder than it was a year ago? Okay, the orange line there are folks saying that it is somewhat harder. The blue line says much harder. If we add them together, Steve, 58% of business owners say right now credit is harder to get than it was a year ago. Again, we keep hitting all these unfortunate superlatives that is an all-time high for this index. In other words, the credit crunch has never been worse than it is right now because of the pain in the banking sector. So we talked about how bank loans have plunged. Now we see it from the, the borrower side. Yeah. And the credit crunch is going to get worse. Hang on, Cortez. We'll hold you through the break. Um, by the way, the CNBC report, 70% of the American people are under tremendous stress, they say, because of their financial situation. Two-thirds tell CNBC they're living paycheck to paycheck. Two-thirds of your countrymen. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you're supporting free speech, 
the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. told the guys in that first wave in Normandy, right? They're coming in on the beach and they understand something. You're coming to Omaha Beach. Here's the one thing you understand. This is probably the last five minutes I'm going to have on this earth. Okay? Because there's a killing field across that beach. If they're sitting there and you tell them 80 years from now that what you're dying for, that two-thirds of your countrymen, that you're giving your life for the American way, the American system, two-thirds are going to be living paycheck to paycheck. Right? Paycheck to paycheck and worry about the sovereignty of the nation. And oh, by the way, they say also 70% of the people are living in high stress because financially they, they're very uncertain they can make it with their families. And this is why you don't have family formation. This is why they're not having more kids. If you told those individuals that on your last five minutes on earth, that what you're fighting for, your countrymen are going to be impoverished 80 years from now, and you're going to have an oligarchy that runs this country and doing all this crazy stuff with transgenderism and trans... That this is what you're going to give your life for? What do you think their last thoughts would be? Think about that for a second. Guys who knew when those ramps come down, I'm a dead man. I'm going to move as fast as I can. I got to take Omaha Beach. We got to get a we got to get a beachhead, and we need to hold this beach. Right? There's only two people, types of people on this beach, dead, the ones that are dead, and the ones that are going to die. The last five minutes of your life, and 80 years later, this is the situation we're in? Are you kidding me? For the people that did it, the, the working class and middle class, it was their sons and daughters out there. You've got nothing. You have nothing. Let me repeat this. You have nothing. That's why it has to be fundamental, basic changes, and those changes have to happen now or you're not going to have a country. There's not one person in this nation that can get on a stage with Stephen K. Bannon and argue that away. Not one. I dare anybody to challenge that. I dare you. Come at me, baby. And repeat to say it's too much. You get the thing. It's too much. But curl up in your bed and suck your thumb. Okay? Look at 1776. How many people came and answered the call then? Uh... About a third at best, probably five to ten percent. So I don't give a damn. We're either going to win or we're going to go down fighting. Either way, we're going to be able to look in the mirror and say, hey, we did our duty when it was time to do our duty. Cortez, your observations and analysis, sir. Well, listen, you you make an incredibly important point that prosperity has always been, thankfully, the tradition and the inheritance of this country because of the grit and hustle and intelligence of those who came before us. 
that is no longer part of the American bargain right now because of Joe Biden, because of the created economic crisis that he inflicts upon the American people. So we have despondency, unfortunately, throughout the republic. Uh, but I want to give a warning. As bad as things are, Steve, don't believe that they can't get markedly worse. Uh, I've been talking a lot about the risks in commercial real estate, and I think those risks right now, because of Biden's missteps and his failures, those risks in commercial real estate now might be as great or even worse than the risks in residential real estate was in 2008, 2009. So there should be a, an incredible sense of urgency. Now, thankfully, in the last November election, we did earn a seat at the table. We earned a lever of power in the House of Representatives. It's not enough. We need to take the Senate. We need, of course, to take the White House. We're going to take care of that in 2020. But for the meantime, we do have this lever of power and we must use it because the economic crisis, I don't care what the economist pretends, I don't care what any British publication wants to pretend about the United States, the economy in the United States is in an absolute crisis stage. The American middle class is as stressed as they have ever been historically, and they are largely disappearing because they are no longer in the middle class because of Biden's inflation. Um, so the moment is now to take action and to start to point the trajectory of our economy back toward prosperity and to reclaim and recover what should be the birthright of every American, uh, which is that if you work hard, you will live a prosperous and comfortable life. That is not part of the bargain right now, but we're going to restore it. Uh, Steve, how do people get to your content? Yes, please find um, on Substack, and I, I write about this exact issue of the economy and the syllabus of economic errors. It's stevecortez.substack.com. You can also find me on the Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve, Cortez with an S. Steve Cortez, thank you. Thank you for coming on today, brother. Appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Let's go ahead. Let's play. I got a spot that's up. It's white hot right now. I'm going to play it. And then Caroline Levitt is going to break it down and analyze it for us. Let's play it. Ron DeSantis loves sticking his fingers where they don't belong. And we're not just talking about pudding. DeSantis has his dirty fingers all over senior entitlements. Like cutting Medicare, slashing Social Security, even raising our retirement age. Tell Ron DeSantis to keep his pudding fingers off our money. Oh, and somebody get this man a spoon. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Well, one thing about ads, you want to break through the uh, you want to break through the noise. When that played on CNN today, I think Mediate went up. Uh, Abrams Mediate went up immediately. Go, oh my God, uh, what is this? Uh, so Caroline Lovett, that's that's pretty hard hitting. Can you break it down? That's part of the group that you're one of the senior people over. Break it down. What did we just see there? We know the content part of the Social Security because the other spots been playing. I keep saying that I think Governor DeSantis has got to explain. What his thinking is this because it's 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 it is not just different than what President Trump's is. Quite frankly, it's fundamentally different where the American people are. But this ad, give us the contextualize this ad for us. Sure. Well, thanks for playing it. And thanks for having me on again, Steve. This ad is bold, just like President Trump. We are sending a strong message, first of all, that Governor DeSantis is a strange character, as has been reported. He allegedly eats pudding with his fingers, uh, but he also has a sheer inability to connect with 
voters. This has been reported time and time again by those that know him in Florida. And I think that's also proven by his tanking poll numbers. The more that Governor DeSantis flies around the country on private jets on the Florida Floridian taxpayer dime, the more his poll numbers continue to tank in states like Kentucky, Ohio, New Hampshire, and even in his home state of Florida. Uh, but secondly, most importantly, is the content of this ad which highlights Governor DeSantis's abysmal record on Social Security. He voted to cut it three times. He supports raising the retirement age to 70. He will be, if he is president, which he won't be because President Trump will beat him, ripping off our seniors and hardworking Americans who are on a fixed income and already struggling under the Biden socialist economy Last year alone, hardworking families uh, were jabbed $7,400 a year, Steve, by Biden's policies. And we cannot afford a president who's going to take away those hard-earned benefits. The power of the uh, of the argument about Social Security, right, because we've played the other ad and we've talked about it a lot because it's pretty fundamental. We're going to have Russ vote on here in a second. And, and, and remember, this audience is the creditors committee. They're the ones that are the common sense Americans. Of how do we get out of this mess? And we know we need deep cuts, but, but Social Security and M Medicare have been off the table, as they should be. Do you believe that, given the power of that, do you think you hurt it with the, the pudding stuff? Or do you think that just leaves an indelible, indelible mark into somebody's mind that they can, they can that, 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 because the ad is, quite frankly, one of the more uh, bold, I would say, bolder ads I have seen in recent years in politics, ma'am? Well, it's a bold ad, and it's an ad that is going to, no pun intended, stick in the brains of American voters, and it should, because they deserve to know where Ron DeSantis stands on this very important issue to them in a moment where protecting Social Security has never been more important under, again, Biden's disastrous socialist economy. President Trump promised to protect Social Security. He did it. He's the only candidate in this race with that proven track record. Are, are you, look, we got, I got it on the Social Security. He hasn't answered that. I keep saying they got to come forward and walk through his logic of being the Paul Ryan thing. But are you guys, because he's been very hesitant to go after President Trump, it's one of the reasons his donors and everybody's saying he's following the poll numbers, he won't engage. Are you guys trying to bait him with something so bold in your face, some people may say harsh, are you trying to bait him to actually come out and try to attack the president? Well, Ron DeSantis is controlled by his consultant class, so I don't think anything President Trump is going to say is going to change the fact that he listens to his consultants more than anyone. That's why he hasn't gotten into this race. He's running a shadow presidential campaign. And I also wanted to mention, Steve, I think this ad speaks to the electability argument of Governor DeSantis. You hear consultants in the DC establishment say that he's somehow more electable in a general election than Joe Biden. That is simply not true. On this issue alone, 90% of Americans agree with protecting social security across party lines. And this is a guy who's voted to cut it. So we want it to stick in the American okay. people's brains that this is a guy who is unelectable. He's coming mm -hmm. after your hard earned money. And this ad does just oh. that. I, I will say this, the key to these ads, because there's so many of these ads, is to is to break through the white noise. I guarantee you have definitely broken through the white noise. There's no doubt about that. We'll see how it plays, but it's quite bold. Uh, and it gets back to this key point that hasn't been addressed yet and I think needs to be addressed. Caroline, 
by the way, you, you're obviously working with the right group because you, you're a fighter. Um, <laughs> you like you can take a punch. You don't mind throwing one. How do people get to you, Caroline? Where do, where do people go to get, see more of the ad, more of what you people putting up? And what is your personal social media, ma'am? Yes, please go to MAGA Inc. War Room. We're on Twitter. We're on Truth Social. We are everywhere with this ad today. There's a lot of headlines on this ad today as well. Personally, you can find me at K Levitt NH, K Levitt, New Hampshire, Caroline with a K. And uh, Governor DeSantis this, is coming to New Hampshire this, today this, as well. This, this ad, yeah, he's not in Florida. That's not a good look, right? This ad is, I think, the number one or number two news story this morning. At least it was when it first popped, so no. Uh, okay, Caroline Levitt, we love you. You're a fighter. Keep fighting. Hey, Governor Santos is in New Hampshire today. That's correct. Pence is in Indianapolis. President Trump said so we're going to cover President Trump's speech in its entirety tonight on our 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock show, if it starts on time. We hope it does. Caroline Levitt, thank you. Russ vote next. The Get Ready Creditors Committee. Put your uh, eye shades on next in the war room. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, birchgold.com uh, slash war room. Make sure you get all three parts of the end of the dollar empire. It is the topic everybody in the world's talking about. Uh, Frank Luntz. We got to play that Luntz thing. Probably do it at five. I'll have time, or maybe do it in the D block. Frank Luntz is on. Don Lemon said, "Hey, the way you beat Trump is you got to be on more thing." And the number one issue, the number one issue with people, wait for it, was the debt ceiling. Told you that was going to be. And Don Lemon seen in a shirt with debt ceiling. What are you debt ceiling, huh? Russ votes uh, with us. Uh, Russ, a couple of things. Drudge had the Mac Daddy the other day, and then uh, there's a chart that shows we're running ahead. We've already had six hundred eighty billion dollars. We could have. Not just the 1.4, 1.5 we're talking about. There could be another trillion dollars of deficit this year. W- what is going on here? Is it, is it cash coming in too, too little, or is the spending just out of control with all these past things they've committed to? There's something, there's something even scarier than the original projections they gave us, sir. Yeah, I think we're still trying to figure out what exactly is going on. But in general, we're spending too much. 
and there, you know, we're have a situation where the revenues that come in as people fail, pay their taxes are, are going to start to come into the treasury in, in April and May. Uh, and so, but we're, we're, here's the, ta- the bottom line takeaway. We're, we have a trillion dollar deficit and it's spring. Uh, that's not a good situation where uh, when Donald Trump left offices, you know, we were looking at baseline because of decades of spending too much, trillion dollars each year as far as the eye could see. And now Joe Biden's Treasury Department is hitting, tre- hitting a trillion dollars and we're not into May yet. That's a huge problem. And it's why we've got to get our fiscal house in order. And that's, there's an opportunity to do that on the debt limit coming up. And, 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 and right now we're in a position where Republicans are, are, are insisting that this is going to be that moment, that fight. And you have a president that's continuing to just hide the ball and, and not do what he needs to do and, and, and to get their, our, our country spending under control. Okay, you've laid out a budget ten year, doesn't touch Medicare and Social Security, gets us a balanced budget in ten years. You've also got, you're also the uh, leader of the woke and weaponized. Get it all out of the budget. You got to do it in the down years. You got to have real cuts this year. You're also not just the budget process. You've got the appropriations process. You got the debt ceiling. It's all kind of coming together. We're at the hundred day mark of McCarthy's speakership. And they're coming back next week, and there's no real long recesses like there was for Easter until August. This is the this is the moment for choosing. This is stand and deliver. What what do you, and we're hearing conflicting things. Some guys don't want cuts. Other people don't want to put forward a budget. Some just want to do. It, it seems like a tower of Babel right now, and only you can kind of give us the guidance of, of where we stand on this. Give give us your thoughts of where we are a hundred days into this new house with really. The killing fields of uh, of uh, policy for the next two or three months, sir. Sure. Let me zoom out for a second. Right after the speakership battle was won decisively to have transformative uh, coalition-style government in the House of Representatives, the White House went on office to say, "Okay, this is going to be a fight about Social Security and Medicare." That was put to rest, and it took a couple of weeks to be able to get Republicans of the Paul Ryan ilk to stop talking about Social Security and Medicare. Between then. And now there has been a conversation, as Mitch McConnell has said, this is going to be led from the House, in the House of Representatives, to figure out what their ask is going to be. And where we are right now, coming into the next week, is you're going to see House Republicans come forward with a specific proposal that is largely what was agreed to and pushed for in that speakership race to have go after the woke and weaponized bureaucracy, the spending cuts, $150 billion to non-defense spending, which over 10 years, because of the way that government grows, is a $3 trillion saver. You're going to see that in what they come forward next week. Next week. And, I, and, I, and I, I, I know we haven't spoken a lot about it because there's been behind-the-scenes work but just to give you an indicator of why we're a little, we're in new ground, new territory. You had the moderates, the, the Main Street Coalition, come out with very similar terms to what the HFC has been talking about. That's not normal. That's a sense of where we're we're in we're in the New Testament. We used to be in the Old Testament. So again, there's a thousand ways uh, that this can go wrong. But right now. You're going to see this really start to pick up in the next two weeks. And for House Republicans, probably once they put this out, they whip, 
then they pass it in the next two weeks before they go into recess. Now for the debate is going to be, Joe Biden, where's your plan? House Republicans have been willing to step forward. They're not going to give you the ability to get through this without you coming to the table with massive spending cuts. That's what's necessary. But right now, things are in a good place. I have some concerns about one thing that I think needs to be locked down. They can't set this up to fail and just having different uh, caps for defense and non-defense. But that's an execution issue that we're going to continue to work with them on. But right now, heading into next week, we're in a good place. Um, and you're saying one of the reasons behind the scenes when you have people like the mainstream partnership or the moderates, when they're coming in and, and they're more closely aligned with what the Freedom Caucus is talking about, who are, who are the hardcores, your sense is in, we're in a pretty good place as far as the conference goes of, of fighting, the, uh, coming forward with the unified front, correct? Correct. Yeah. I mean, let's see how the whip goes the next two weeks, but McCarthy's going to give his speech on Monday. I think that'll be the... the the uh, the declaration that the race has begun, and then we got to get that thing out of the house. And again, here's why we, people want to know: wh- why are they going to pass it out of the house? They got to pass it out of the house with their their is their best effort to get to 218 to show we have a plan. But that's not the end of the conversation. This is going to go and die. Uh, if they yeah. want to hold it at the desk, I think that would be that would be smart. You want to maximize your leverage to be able to say, yeah. Joe Biden, you need this to govern, and you're not getting this until you agree to our terms, and our terms must go through the Senate. You are not going to get it just by virtue of you know them being okay with some co- concepts and negotiation. He has to ensure that everything agreed to can survive the Senate filibuster in the Senate. This, but it's also the bid and the ask. They've got theirs out, and now you've got. And here's the thing: the the power of getting something on the table that's meaningful is that their numbers keep getting worse every day. That's what I'm trying to get to the audience: is that their numbers. They've lied to you initially. Everything they've talked about, everything they've testified to, their math only gets worse every day, which will weaken their position. Russ, vote. Precisely. I mean, they don't have. The underlying laws that are on the books are are moving in the direction of $2 trillion, and over the course of the 10 years, $3 trillion deficits as far as the eye can see. No one, no one thinks this is, is sustainable in the context of, of high inflation. And I know they had a lower inflation, but it wasn't a good inflation. In fact, core went up a little bit. So they, they are not sitting pretty. They have a Fed that continues to have to raise rates. They have a banking system that is 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 scared of its mind right now because of the situation with Silicon Valley and the fact that bank lending is freezing up. So they are not in a good situation. And that's the conversation we need to drive with the American people. But we have to do it from the standpoint of showing them the bureaucracy that is aimed against them, which is woke and weaponized. And if you, depending on the cuts that you go after, you can tell that story. And that's the t- story that I expect House Republicans to make over the next several months. Just given the jam that the nation's in, if, if you look at these numbers and they track down, they'd already talked about a 1.4 to $1.8 trillion dollar deficit with these numbers you could be at two two and a half just what is their plan when you talk to these people that what is the idea of how biden's going to come forward how do you finance that if you don't have the federal reserve just continue to to quantitative easing and printing money it's 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 impossible to that gap between the cash that comes in and the outlays 
I, I don't know. Did, did they ever come forward and try to make any kind of logical argument of how they're yeah. going to do it? Because this is, and it's only going to drive Lula and Macron and these guys sitting there and the, and the Persians and everybody wants to get off the dollar. You're playing right into their hands because they're saying this is what America's giving you rolling devaluations. Now, the American people got to take it, but we don't. How does, I don't understand the logic of how Biden and these guys think they can come forward with this and, and talk about three and a half, two, two and a half trillion dollar deficits this year of how that's going to even be financed because you're playing into the hands of the enemies of the country. They're going to say, no, we're going to get off the dollar. Screw you. We're not going to do this. You're actually making their argument for them. Russ, vote. Steve, do you remember, you know, two or three years, two years ago at the start of the Biden administration when there, there were people like myself and Larry Summers are saying inflation's going to come back? And it was like, you look like you were crazy because they people would look at you and say, we're not having inflation ever again. There's no logic. Wall Street doesn't believe it that it would come at the time. And in the same way, there is no logic now to believe that there are consequences to running these types of trillion dollar deficits because there's a paradigm, there's a mindset in Washington, D.C. and in New York that says if we get in trouble, the Fed will always purchase the treasuries for any amount that we need. Yes. And we will never be in a situation yes. where the chickens will come home to yes. roost. And that works until it doesn't work, and you don't get timings for when it doesn't work. And that's that's the critical thing about, for those of us who are trying to say, you know, this gravy train needs to end, and we, we need to use the leverage points that we have this summer to make sure it ends. Uh, Russ, and so the, the order of battle here, you're saying that McCarthy's going to have this speech on, on Monday. Uh, that will be the, that will be the, uh, the, the, the firing the uh, gun that the next two or three weeks will be the intense uh, putting forward in the votes. I mean, Gates called for a voterama to put all the plans up and let them vote. You think they'll come forward with one plan and there'll be votes in the next couple of weeks after the McCarthy speech? I think so. I think they're going to just, they've already spent spent a lot of time to get to 218. Uh, I think they'll do the, the remaining uh, iron and lock some things down and then go to the floor uh, and have this debate uh, and really get this thing going. And I think the, the the narrative will start to pick up between the White House and and, and those of us who are uh, engaged on this. And that's when we, you know, you've got a leverage point, you seize it by the throat. It's an opportunity to have a national debate with the country that everyone has to pay attention. And then you go win that debate and then you win the vote. And I think that's that's where we're at. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. I know House Repub- House conservatives are and, and uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, there's a lot of places you, you can lose execution, but now's when you got to execute. Russ, how do people get to you, particularly over the weekend and next week? Social media, go to the site. We're trying to immerse people in all of this. So the, 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 the War Room uh, posse is pu- fully up to speed since they're the chairman of the creditors committee. Where, where do people go for you? They can get me at, at @russvote on all the channels, AmericaRenewing.com. But I also want to break some news and, and tell your audience that we're bringing on Kingsley Cortez to run all of our digital and social media operations. A fan of Getter, employee, former employee of Getter. Uh, so we're going to take it to the new, next level with Kingsley coming on board. And so we'll be sure to make sure folks are aware of, of her handles as well. She is an absolute rock star. Absolute rock star. Steve Cortez's daughter was fantastic over Getter. Uh, she d- they don't get any more MAGA than that, so that's, that's fantastic. You guys are going to be – that is a fantastic hire, fantastic hire, Russ. You guys got great people, fantastic team over there, just incredible. Thank Jeff you. Clark, all of it. And uh, Kingsley is uh, just nothing. She's a superstar. 
Russ Vogt, thank you. Look forward to following you over the weekend, and we'll be f- looking for the commentary on McCarthy's speech that kicks us all off on Monday. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you. Uh, Monday's a big day. Uh, starting, I think, at 9 or 10 o'clock, we're going to be covering it. They're going to have the hearing. They're taking the field trip of the Judiciary Committee. They're down in Yuma. Well, they're going to be in New York City on Monday, putting Alvin Bragg in the hot seat. And a federal judge told Bragg, nah, I, I'm not going to give you a TRO on this. You can come and argue it on the 19th. But I'm going to let the House have their hearing uh, Monday. That's in New York City and, of course, McCarthy's big speech. So it's a lot going on. President Trump talks to NRA today. We're jammed wall to wall to wall, but that's a good thing. You know why? You're in the middle of all of it, and you're the one who they need your vote. They need your approval. Always remember that. You've got the leverage here. Short commercial break. Make sure you go to uh, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Download the debt trap, and then get all the free information from Philip Patrick and the entire team at Birch Gold. Short commercial break. The elect. Crime Bureau, Mike Lindell is now. Citizens, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food and you do it right away. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now while it's on sale. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Let me repeat that. $200 per kit savings. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories per day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, and you'll enjoy free shipping, too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now okay uh welcome back um Getter, we're going to be up all weekend. Uh, Tucker's going to interview Elon tonight. I think we may do a live one that. I'll check in with the Savage Angels. But just just follow us nonstop. We're putting up content all the time. I'm putting it up in the middle of the night um, because, you know, I go to bed early, get my get my sleep and my, my pillows, get up in the middle of the night, work, then go back and get a couple more hours because I sleep the sleep of the just on the products of MyPillow, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Mike Lindell, we got a massive, big announcement today, brother. Can you can you give it to us? Well, we were announcing uh, the biggest summit I've ever had. You know, we had we had the cyber symposium last and last year we had the Moment of Truth summit. This is the Election Crime Bureau summit. The dates are set. It's August fifteenth and sixteenth, and. Uh, we're going to have it uh, in Missouri, the state of Missouri. But you know, it'll be it, it'll be uh, we'll have so much media there, and it'll be broadcast uh, uh, the two days, uh, just like we did last year, tw- uh, forty-eight hours straight, um, twelve hours both days, and then flipped on its head at night. Um, 
And uh, it's uh, we're gonna un- we're gonna unveil. And, 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 um, and, and, and the- war, war, war room will be there. War room will be there like last time. We'll be there live both yeah. days. In that conference, we got to meet every person. So we're gonna we're gonna really play this up at August fifteenth, sixteenth, August in Missouri. Is it gonna be at the same location, or you haven't picked it yet, Mike? No, it's gonna be at the same location. We uh, we got the approval of everything yesterday. They were so gracious there in Missouri, and everything went off great. And uh, the venue is amazing. So we're gonna have it the same place, and uh, uh, it'll be a, it'll be a little different this year. We're gonna have a great plan going forward of what we can do for the elections, and uh, that'll all be laid out. And we're gonna we're gonna take about take apart state by state, but county by county. Remember, we're going to treat, we're going to view every county like it's our only county. What can we do to get that election platform fixed in your own county, everybody? And uh, we're going to have uh, we've been working hard on this with the Election Crime Bureau on every both going back to elections that were stalled. And uh, we have over 60 lawsuits going on. Uh, we're, um, we're in the process of working with the RNC to get them to uh, uh, endorse um uh, paper ballots hand counted and a whole resolution uh, for that. So a lot of things are going to happen over the next three months before uh, before this summit. But uh, great things are coming. Let me ask you, it's not directly related to the election crime bureau, but it's about the impact of stolen elections. I keep saying elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. Mike, the, the, the leak of this uh, classified information, and by the way, you know, they continue, Washington Post continues to refer to this young man as a devout Catholic. This is all part of their anti-Christian, anti-Catholic move, right? They're saying this guy's a anti-Semite, he's a gun nut, he's a, you know, misogynist, uh, hate-filled, anti-government, all that. Remember, this kid's a grundoon. That leak came from some senior place in the Pentagon. But Mike, when you see the lies in this, does that reinforce in you this this issue about the the that if we don't get these elections straight, you know I don't know how we're going to turn this thing around because the right. lies are so brazen by this government on everything, sir. Yeah, it's it's over. Then I've I've said it before. Over fifty countries have been taken by the electronic machines and the computers, and they have selections instead of elections. We have our country has been taken over. And we have one shot to save our country. We have one shot left. We have to fix our election platforms. Everything you're seeing out there, I did my speech the other night. The 2020 election will go down as the most important election ever because of what's manifested from that. And what what I mean by that is all these horrible things that have happened, it opened people's eyes to say, hey, we have to fix this and we have to fix it now. The but let me, but, is but, but, let me jump in. But, but hang on. But, but, but hang on. This is the point I was trying to get at. When you see Shasta County, you see what happened in, I think it was in Arkansas, Missouri, these guys. The biggest fight you you say that, but the biggest fight that you have, Mike Lindell, is against the Republican establishment in these states mm-hmm. that don't want to get off the system. And so that's why that's I think right. people are sitting there going, hey, if the machines are so demonstrably bad and you can prove that, why is it that you have so many uh, Republican officials that are Mike Lindell's biggest adversaries right now, sir. Because because they're they're rhinos. They're part of the Uni Party. They're part of the deep state globalists, and that ties to the CCP. This is where it's at. This is a this isn't a Democrat or Republican thing. When you see when they show their ugly uh, their ugly face when they want to keep these machines and these electric and these voting machines, 
Yeah, you got to wonder, why would you want that? Our own party. We fight our own party from horrible Brad Rassenberger to Robin Voss in Wisconsin. But you go into a place like Arkansas and you have you have a, a senator, a Republican senator, put up a bill to to uh, go after counties that uh, that want to go to paper ballots hand counted. It doesn't make sense. But they, it does make sense when you realize they never had our back, Steve. All these Republicans that of the establishment that have bubbled their bubbled up and going, um, you're sorry, we're on to you now. We're on to you now. We're on to you now. If uh, and and this has been it's been a great reveal. This is why I believe it's we're so much better off now than we would have been if this election would have been overturned in 2020 without knowing everything we know now. We'd have lost our country forever. But now we're learning who the bad guys are. <laughs> We're learning, and we're learning who, uh, how to fix these uh, these platforms. Give me sixty seconds on the toppers because they're flying off the shelf. Tell people about them, sir. Yeah, you got. We launched and it's, um, we launched it here on the war room. We just like the My Pillow two point We launched the My Topper, My Mattress Topper two point All the technology that you have in uh, of the, the uh, temperature regulating thread with the topper, the My Pillow patented foam. And uh, it's absolutely amazing. It's a game changer. You save 40% with the promo code WARROOM. Go to MyPillow.com. And don't forget the sheets. We just put them all over out in the country yesterday. Get those before they run out. We're closing them out to make room for our manufacturing. The sheets uh, as low as uh, king size 39, queen size 35, uh, drawn to twin size of 25. But all those savings for the WARROOM. You guys have been amazing. We hired more employees. USA made. God bless you. Mike Lindell, thank you. Appreciate it. Back to 5 to 7 tonight. Okay, we're going to be covering President Trump's speech. We're going to be giving commentary and analysis. You do not want to miss his NRA today. We'll have all kind of breaking news at 5 o'clock. Charlie Kirk on Real America's Voice. Keep it tuned right here. Charlie Kirk up next. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.